Welcome to A Word from the Word on Sound of Truth Podcast. In this podcast episode, you're going to hear a shorter version of a message I delivered to the wonderful people of Harvest Jacksonville. So if you're able, grab a Bible and join me for A Word from the Word. Have you ever felt like you were left out? You ever felt like everyone else had something, but you didn't fit in because there's something you lacked that everyone around you had? Well, if you've ever felt that way, then you might have an idea of what the ancient Israelites felt like in the Old Testament when they did not have a king, and yet every nation surrounding them had a monarchy. They had a king. They had a government. Israel, however, had come into the promised land, and instead of establishing a king, they were led by judges, men led of the Lord to provide wisdom and counsel. But they were extremely free. It was a very free country. And so here in 1 Samuel chapter 8, we have the story of how Israel decided they were tired of being different from all the other nations, and they wanted to be like the other nations, and they wanted to have a king. Let's pick up with the story, 1 Samuel chapter 8, starting with verse 1. As Samuel grew old, he appointed his sons to be judges over Israel. Joel and Abijah, his oldest sons, held court in Beersheba. But they were not like their father, for they were greedy for money. They accepted bribes and perverted justice. Finally, all the elders of Israel met at Ramah to discuss the matter with Samuel. Look, they told him, you're now old, and your sons are not like you. Give us a king to judge us like all the other nations have. And so here we have the people's wants being expressed. The people wanted to be like the nations around them. They wanted to have a king. Samuel was displeased with the request and went to the Lord for guidance. Do everything they say to you, the Lord replied. For they are rejecting me, not you. They don't want me to be their king any longer. Ever since I brought them from Egypt, they have continually abandoned me and followed other gods. And now they are giving you the same treatment. Do as they ask, but solemnly warn them about the way a king will reign over them. The people wanted a king. A couple wants we see here. They wanted a king, and they wanted to be like the other nations around them. They wanted to fit in. Now, dear believer, when you're a child of God, you don't have to fit in with the world. You don't have to go along with the world. In fact, God has called us to stand out. He's called us to be unique. He's called us to be different. He's called us to be, here's a word, biblical, holy. Holy means set apart, different, unique. We're not to follow what the other nations do. We're not to follow what everyone else does that doesn't know the Lord. We're to follow God and His ways, and therefore we will be different. We will stand out. This is part of what it means to be a child of God. This is what it part of what it means to be one of his children is that we're going to be different. But that's okay, because we're to lead out. We're to be a light to the nations. We should be attractive to the other nations. They should want what we have instead of vice versa. We're the head, the Bible says, and not the tail. And yet here was God's people saying, we want to follow the other nations. We want to be like them. And of course, the Lord revealed to Samuel, this is because they're falling after other gods. They want to worship the other gods of the other nations. So they're not rejecting you so much. They're rejecting me. They don't want me as their king. Up to this point, I've been their king, and I put in place godly men to judge, to make wise decisions, to help them when they need it. But they're free. Why do they want to go under a king? But go ahead and give them what they want. You see, the Lord allows us to go where we want to go. He doesn't force us to follow him. He doesn't force us to love him. He doesn't force us to do things his way. He offers us the choice. And sometimes we choose the wrong path. And that's what the Israelites did here. They, oh, we want to be like the other nations. We want a king. The Lord says, but warn them. And so Samuel warns them. So here we have now the prophet's warning, starting in verse 10. 
So Samuel passed on the Lord's warning to the people who were asking for a king. This is how a king will reign over you, Samuel said. The king will draft your sons and assign them to his chariots and his charioteers, making them run before his chariots. Some will be generals and captains in his army. Some will be forced to plow in his fields and harvest his crops, and some will make his weapons and chariot equipment. The king will take your daughters from you and force them to cook and bake and make perfumes for him. He will give them to his own officials. He will take a tenth of your grain and your grape harvest and distribute it among his officers and attendants. He will take your male and female slaves and demand the finest of your cattle and donkeys for his own use. He will demand a tenth of your flocks, and you'll be his slaves. When that day comes, you will beg for relief from the king you're demanding. But then the Lord will not help you. The Lord here issues a warning. Do you really want this? Do you recognize where this is going to lead? You think you want that, but it's not what's best for you. God always wants to give us the best. Following Him is the best way. It may be a hard way at times, but it's the best. No, we want to be like the other nations. God's like, okay, if you really want that, I'm going to give you that. Reminds me of Romans chapter 1 where it talks about how God gave them over. I think three times in Romans chapter 1, God says that they want to go down a pathway of evil and sexual immorality and all that. He says, so God gave them over. Let, let them have what they want. If they want it that bad, let them have it. He will give you what you want. Where is your heart? Their heart was no longer to follow God. They want to be like the other nations. But here's the price. Kings, they're not often good kings. Sometimes they demand a lot of the people. Sometimes they take that power and they abuse that power and they take, take, take from the people. Once they get in power, then they abuse that power and they use that position of privilege for their own gratification, to serve themselves. And so instead of a king that would serve the people, Samuel, the Lord's warning, you're going to have kings that serve themselves at your expense rather than serving you, as a good leader does. This is the opposite of Jesus. Jesus left the glory of heaven, came down to this earth, and took the form of a servant. A true leader is a servant. But what we find is when kings rise to power, they want everyone to serve them. And that's what's described in this passage. You're not getting taxed much at all right now. You're a free nation. But now you're going to be taxed to serve the king and what he wants to do. So he can have a big palace, so he can have all these attendants, so he have all these people serving him. Is that what you really want? Be careful what you want. You might just get it. Verse 19, but the people refused to listen to Samuel's warning. Even so, we still want a king, they said. We want to be like the nations around us. Our king will judge us and lead us into battle. So Samuel repeated to the Lord what the people had said. And the Lord replied, do as they say and give them a king. Then Samuel agreed and sent the people home. There's a saying that's gone around a lot in the last few years. And how's that working out for you? So, how did it work out for God's people? The first king was Saul. Not the best king. Some good things, but a lot of bad as well. But then God raised up David, his anointed, the good king David, the shepherd king, who loved God and who loved his people. Even he messed up some, but he was a good king. Then his son Solomon came to the throne. Solomon may have started off decent, but wasn't the best king overall. After Solomon, the kingdom divided. Ten tribes of the north, two tribes of the south. And they each had their own kings. We have the record of those kings in the books First and Second Kings. And if you'll do a study of those kings, what you'll find is, more often than not, they were bad. So, they demanded a king. They wanted to be like the other nations. How did that work out for them? Not so well. 
But nonetheless, God was gracious, and he stayed with his people in spite of their sin, in spite of their wayward wanderings, in spite of them wanting to reject him as a king, he stayed faithful to them. And even at times when we wander and we want to be like others around us rather than be who God wants us to be, God stays faithful to us. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville and is copyrighted by Brett A. Morani, 2024.